Are you feeling as if life has knocked you down and you can't seem to find the motivation to get back up? Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. It's time to believe and rise. Welcome back to the Believe and Rise podcast. Today, I'll be talking about relationships. This episode is an episode with my wife and myself, and we are giving our strategies on what we feel has helped us grow our relationship to what it is now. All right, here we are. We are going to talk to you guys about relationships. I just want to introduce to you guys my wife. Casey Sangalam. And we'll be talking about the five love languages and some pointers that we feel helped us grow our relationship. So the five love languages, what is it? They are the acts of service, uh, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, and receiving gifts. All right. So do you have the top three? Um, I do. Um, to be honest, actually, before... I guess it wasn't until recently that I learned about the five love languages. Um, but we definitely are trying to practice it because it really does make all the difference um, in what you guys are trying to work on as a couple and individually. Um, personally, I think my top three, uh, maybe not in this order, would be quality time, um, acts of service and words of affirmation. Awesome. And mine, <laughs> as a male, my top three is words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time. Uh, there's ways that you can look into this. It's a book. It's written by John Gray. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think it's John Gray wrote this book. Um, but I actually read this book a few years back, and the reason why I did it was I just really wanted to look into how I can improve our relationship. Because everyone kind of goes through a situation where you struggle and you wonder what's going on, and you end up arguing, and you can't seem to find some the common ground with each other. So I read this book, and I feel that it helped me understand my wife a lot better. And now that you're reading the book, do you feel that it's helped? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um you oftentimes you think, well, in my perspective, you think, okay, um, my partner should know that I'm upset. My partner should know what I want. My partner should, um, realize, you know, what I'm, when I'm upset and why I'm upset. Um, in cer to certain extent, yes. But, um, I think we take that for granted and we don't realize that we need to be able to communicate that to them in a way that they understand in a way that they want to understand. Um, you guys can see that we don't have the same top three um, love languages, um, but we are constantly talking. We are constantly trying to work on it to see, okay, where can we find that common ground? Where can we meet in the middle with, okay, these are your top three and these are mine. How can we work together to meet those? Um, yeah, this is perfect. So we'll go on to what I believe is, are some of the strategies that we use or what I use to help understand my partner. So I was doing a lot of personal development and I heard the saying 100-100. And what that means is 
you've been asked the question, what what is a relationship? Should it be 50-50? Should it be 60-40? 80-20? And in this book, it said it should always be 100-100, meaning you give 100% of your partner and your per- partner should always give 100% of themselves. What do you think? That is true. Um, I mean, I don't know how to say it any better, but um, you think about it and you think, oh, yeah, it's common sense, really. Um, You give your best and give nothing less, really. You give your best to your partner. You give your best to um, your relationship and you hope and you wish that they're doing the same for you. And really, um, it's not going to be you know, sunshine and smiles the entire time. But if you can honestly say that you're giving your hundred percent, there's, you should be proud and you, Mm -hmm. there should be many other ways to, you know, go through problems and it should be a a walk through the park to go through that really, Mm -hmm. um, that you're giving your hundred percent and your partner's doing the same thing. You guys can work together to get through whatever challenges or obstacles come your way. Yeah. Cause really realistically, if you think about it, why not give your hundred percent? Why would you give 60%? What are you hiding the 40%? What's the point? Like this is your partner you're wanting to share the rest of your life with, and you're wanting to work on what you guys have. Why are you hiding that percent? This is the person that's going to share the rest of your life with you. Right? So this is where we can go on to what I believe is what I call expression. You got to express yourself. So do you have? Um, yes. So expressing yourself, I mean, there's many different ways and I think it falls under just the broad category of communication. Um, lots of people say, okay, you know, um, in order to have a successful relationship, you have to be able to communicate with your partner. Communication is so broad. What does it really mean? Um, when you communicate with your partner, you have to be able to speak your mind. You need to make sure that you're vocal and you're expressing your feelings to your partner. Um, you have to take the assumptions out. Um, you can't assume in a relationship. You need to be open. You need to be willing to discuss and um, communicate verbally um, with your partner. And on the opposite end of that, you also have to be able to listen to your partner. Um, you know, you, you have the agreement of, okay, when you're upset, you have to explain to me why you're upset and tell me sooner than later. Um, again, on the opposite side, you have to listen, you have Mm -hmm. to understand why they're upset and be willing to make changes. Mm -hmm. And I think for you to transition into that and to kind of accept that is, or even to express yourself, like I said, you have to let go of your ego. You have to, because this this is, um, a part where you can say that you're going from not just you, you're going from you and your partner together. So you guys are working together. You can't always defend yourself or feel like you're better than them or or um, feel like they're not as good as you kind of thing. It's pretty much the same, same thing, but you have to let go of the ego. You got to put your guard down and be open to, like she said, listening. You got to listen. Everyone says you got to communicate in a relationship, but it's like playing catch. You got to throw the ball and catch the ball. You got to throw the ball and catch the ball. You got to accept what they're saying and you got to say what you need to say. You got to really work together on that. Yeah. And, you know, if there's negative things or negative in quotation marks, uh, things that 
your partner is saying about you, that things they dislike about you, things that you need to work on, um, by letting your ego down, you're going to be able to take that in as constructive um, criticism to help you grow as a person and as a couple. Um, if your partner is telling you and is willing to express their feelings and thoughts about you and things that you can work on, yet here you are with your ego and you have your guards up and you're upset at every little um, criticism that your partner says about you, well, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. To be honest, you'll probably go downhill pretty fast. Yes, you have to you have to accept and respect the fact that they're opening up to you because it takes a lot to kind of put your guard down. You really have to consider that they're opening up and receive that. Uh, appreciate that they are stepping into this with you. Because that takes a big heart to open up. A lot of people say it's so complicated to work on yourself. It's even more complicated to work in a relationship. But with that being said, let's move on to what I put here is what I think really helps our relationship. And this is laughter. We have a lot of fun. She's truly my best friend. I know she says it to me all the time, but she Aww. is she is truly my best friend. We've been together for almost 13 years, and it's been a lot of fun. She was my best friend even before we started dating. Uh, I was her best friend, <laughs> and I still believe that I am her best friend. And you really have to have fun with it. It can't always be just serious dating stuff. You got to be able to have fun with them. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, they, your partner will honestly be the only person that sees everything and knows everything about you. As much as you can say you have, you know, best friends here, you have um, family here that know you inside and out, your partner should really be the only person or the top person that knows everything about you. So, you know, have fun, be a fool, like make jokes, even if they're not funny. Your it's laughter is, will release any tension um, you, in a fight, in an argument, in the middle of, um, you know, a grudge, just laughter will break those barriers and you, you'll realize, you know what, why are we wasting our time and our energy being upset and mad and you know, one giggle, one chuckle is all it takes to... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, totally. Because we actually have kids too. And sometimes we feel, well, I feel, um, just watching them grow and seeing their comedy makes us laugh. But even before we had kids, um, there were times where we'd be driving the car and we'd be stopped in traffic and we'd see pedestrians, let's say, waiting for a bus. And we would pretend that we knew what they were thinking. Dubbing their, uh, yeah. their, <laughs> their mouth, their mouth actions. And yeah. And the, see, that's just like simple things that we would do to kind of entertain a relationship. Um, we would still have pillow fights or tickle fights randomly. Just whatever, whatever is entertaining to you and your partner. Um, try to practice it, try to practice it. Um, I mean, not every day because then it becomes redundant and, you become tired of it, but you know, don't let it come naturally. Have fun. Just mm -hmm. find things that entertain you and your partner. Have fun. It's the simple things, really. You don't have to go out. You don't have to go see a comedy show. You don't have to see, you know, a comedic headliner. Just 
have fun with you and your partner. Find yeah. find different ways. Exactly. And then this goes on to appreciation. Uh, I put appreciation here. Really appreciate everything your partner does. It goes back to the 100-100, right? Always think that they are giving their very best. Because you know what? At that time, let's say you come home from work and you're like, oh my gosh, there's, the house is a mess or there's nothing to eat. The house is going nuts and you're exhausted. You could be upset at that time or you could just think that, you know what? My partner did their very best today from their knowledge. It may not be the very best from my perspective, but it could be their very best. And I feel like if you go in that sense of thinking that today they did their very best because they could be totally exhausted from the entire day, then you can learn to appreciate everything that they do. And I feel when you show appreciation to your partner, they will respect you and appreciate you back. It goes down to the saying, the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated. What do you think? Um, yes. And when you appreciate your partner, um, when you thank them, you have to do it in a genuine manner because then it voids, it voids the purpose. It, it voids the concept of being or appreciating your partner because if you are, it's, it goes back to being redundant. Like you, you have to be thankful and you have to be genuinely thankful when you thank your partner thank you for doing this or thanks for doing that. You have to be genuine because if you're, thanks, thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing that. Mm, you have to be real. You have That's your partner, that... your partner is not going to understand. Like if mm -hmm. anything, it's going to harm as opposed to do good mm -hmm. or it's going to do more harm than good. Mm -hmm. um, so. And that the same thing as what I, as what we spoke about earlier is express yourself. Let's say you do come home and you are upset. You got to express that, express why you're upset and then vice versa. If your partner comes home upset, you have to open up and understand why they're upset as well. So you guys got to kind of work together and listen, like I said, listen to each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we're, we're going back to a bunch of um, points that we mentioned earlier, but Really, it's just constantly working on those things and being consistent, I think, is the biggest thing. Being consistent in your communication, being consistent with the appreciation, being consistent with the laughter, having fun and being expressive. You, if, you know, let's say you're having hard times with your partner and you're working on things and it's okay. You know what? For the next two weeks, we're going to work on our communication. Everything goes smooth in those two weeks you guys you know no arguments no fights um you guys are on cloud nine which is perfect because that's what you're working towards but you know after those two weeks you go back to your old ways and you ignore each other you're on your phones as opposed to you're communicating you're making assumptions you're just going back and forth so being consistent with what you guys are trying to work on um will get you to the next level where it takes a little less effort. It becomes second nature that, you know, you're appreciating your partner. You, it's second nature that you're having fun. You're not even realizing that, you know, you, time passed because of how much fun you're having. Mm -hmm. um, talking about time, that's another thing. You gotta, you have to make time for your relationship. See, for us, we have three kids. 
we both work. Well, right now she's on leave, but anyways, when she does work and I work, we adjust and we sacrifice and we make time for each other. We make sure that we are the ones that are happy first because we can't be good parents without being good um, partners. Yes. Because we are what created the family. So for some of you guys out there struggling with kids, focus on your relationship first. And then the kids can wait. I know a lot of people say, oh, the kids first, the kids first. But you you guys are the original team, you and your partner. So as long as you have a great foundation together, it will show through the kids. The kids will see the love, the laughter. Even sometimes they'll see the arguments. But if you show that you're growing through that argument they will appreciate them more. They'll understand once they grow up that relationships aren't all sunshine, flowers, and all that. The rain will come, but the rain will pass kind of thing. So do you have anything else? Um, just, I guess, in regards to time, um, just briefly, um, just a suggestion and something that works for us is talking in the car. Um, lots of people say, oh, you know what? We don't have time. We work nine to five. We work evenings we never see each other by the time I get home I'm tired or whatever excuses out there you'll hear um then one suggestion and one thing that works for us is talking in the car we're in our cars majority of the day really or for long periods of time you're sitting in traffic um instead of listening uh to the radio instead of going on your phone instead of taking a nap take that opportunity and that time to talk to your partner a lot of our conversations actually happen in the car, mm -hmm. whether it's driving from home to the mall, um, long, driving on trips. long driving on trips, that's the perfect opportunity. And you know what, that that's when we realize, you know what, we, our relationship is a little bit different because we can talk for hours um, without going on our phones, without uh, listening to music. We can just talk and we just express our feelings and our thoughts about certain different topics, not just about our relationship, but just anything. Mm -hmm. The other day we were talking about cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we know nothing about cars, but we drove, I think, 30 to 40 minutes and we're just talking about cars. Little things like that, you'll learn to appreciate it and um, you'll realize later on that, you know what, this that's awesome because we're able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and you, mm -hmm. there's a lot of value to it. There's a lot of value to it that you'll learn and appreciate down the road. Mm -hmm. Well, I just wanted to re rewind a little bit. You know how we spoke about the five love languages. I wanted to kind of break that down, what that meant when we said words of affirmation. So when I say words of affirmation, it's kind of like noticing and complimenting each other uh, through your words, complimenting your partner. So let's say I come home from work, or let's say she picks me up from work. I notice when she fixes herself up, or I notice when she's got a big smile on her face. You know I mean, I appreciate that stuff. I, I tell her that she's beautiful on a regular basis because I really do believe she's, she is beautiful. I tell her that she's my queen. I, I tell her all this positive stuff because I feel that it's genuinely what I do love about her. And that's something that I tell her on a regular basis. And how, how, what do you feel about words of affirmation? Um, words of affirmation. Um, when you when you have a chance to go through the book, um, a lot of these uh, 
the five love languages, they have different dialects. And what they mean is words of affirmation um, can be broken down into many different categories. It's not the same for every person. So like he said, um, compliments is one thing, right? When when I fix myself picking him, um, picking him up, he notices when I brush my hair, he notices when I'm dressed up to go out and um, him, you know, giving me those compliments, uh, it, it, it definitely helps like, um, that there's that attraction that he appreciates the time that I took that and that he notices those little things. We often think that our partner doesn't notice those things. Um, and by him saying that is, um, proof that they do, right. It's, it's a way of them showing it. And, um, was that quality time? So quality time is just like what we said about the car. Make use of your time. You have that time together and be in the same vibe. Understand that you guys are kind of together in that moment and be alive in that moment. Don't be distracted. Really make use of that time that you guys have together. Yes. Um, you don't have to go away on trips. You don't have to have, you know, three hours. Um, just a little bit from the book, um, what they suggest is that always do the minimum daily requirement. And what that is, it's talk about the three things that happened to you that day and how they made you feel. If you just start off with that, you start off with talking to your partner about three things that happened to you at work or three things that um, happened to you on the way to work or at home um, and how it made you feel you'll slowly get into the routine of constantly talking with your partner and communicating with your partner um, about your day and how how it made you feel. So then your partner will slowly learn more about you, learn more about your day. Um, and like I said, if you don't have the time, doing it in the car is perfect. All you have to do is talk about the three things. And I personally can do that in probably 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is where our love language kind of switches. My love language is physical touch, where hers is... Acts of service. Yes, so acts of service is... Um, acts of service, again, it, it can be broken down in multiple um, categories, but an example would be um, doing the dishes, um, helping with housework. Uh, taking out the garbage. Taking out the garbage. Like, little, you can say chores. Um, it, it varies from person to person, right? So... For like mine, for example, is helping with cleaning the house. I love cleaning. I love um, organizing the house and things like that. But if I am doing it consistently by myself, then I can kind of, you know, it makes me upset a little bit. But as soon as um, he steps up and, you know, he decides, you know what, I'm just going to tidy the whole house. I wake up and it's the greatest feeling. Um, not only because it's a clean house, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but it's the fact that he it, he helped and he um, initiated that without ha me having to ask. Um, he knows that, you know, if I do this, this would make her happy. Um, it's him realizing that because, to be honest, I don't mind. I don't mind if I have to cook. I don't mind if I have to clean. But the fact that he is willing to help and he does it... Um, without asking um that i think is more appreciative than mm -hmm. than really anything else 
Perfect. And then for me, mine's physical touch. I know a lot of men are thinking like, yeah, I get in the bedroom kind of thing, but it's true. On the other side is simple things is holding my hand, right? Um, putting my your hand around my shoulder, things like that, grabbing my arm, us walking together, simple things like that. Or let's say we're in the car and she wants to hold my hand or she puts her hand on the back of my head and kind of rubs my neck. The, those are simple things like that a lot of people don't actually realize can help you feel more connected in a relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be you spending that time in the bedroom. It could just be you holding his arm, you holding her hand, that kind of thing. You can really consider anything as really physical touch. You guys could be cuddling, sitting side by side. That's technically physical touch as well. It's pretty self-explanatory. So yeah, that's pretty much our show on relationships. Is there anything you want to finish off with? Uh, no. Um, this, just I guess a heads up, this will definitely not be the last. Um, we could go on for hours regarding yes. this topic. So um, this is kind of a broad uh, overview of what we think and kind of um, our top thoughts and um, pointers. And uh, we're we're working on kind of bringing in, breaking it down and being more specific in uh, future podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I'll do a little quick summary. So the book is called Five Love Languages. It's by John Gray. And my top five were the 100-100, expressing yourself, listen, have laughter and appreciation. All right. We'll see you next time. And thank you for listening. I just wanted to take this time to thank you for tuning in to the Believe and Rise podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Feel free to also follow my Instagram at es underscore believe and rise. All right, I'll see you at the next episode. And now promise yourself to continue to believe and rise.